1: Submit your faith story or prayer request today at jennifer-jackson.org. You're listening to Simply for Women.
2: Yes, you are. It's Jennifer here, and I have a friend on the line, and her name is Diane Shepard. She has a website, personalparables.com. She's followed the Lord for many, many years and is continuing to grow. She's a beautiful uh, expression of God's love to those around her. And so welcome, Diane Shepherd.
1: Thank you, Jennifer. It's a joy to be with you.
2: It's so great. When we left off at the previous episode, we were kind of at a cliffhanger because you had just been tested for AIDS. Your husband was also tested for AIDS and yours came up and his was positive. Is that correct?
1: That's correct. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's
2: correct. And you had a family. How many children did you have?
1: We had two children. Mm -hmm. They were two and six.
2: Two and six at the time. So, how did you yes. juggle that? So, you were you were a Christian. Uh, were you still yes. working for Campus Crusade at the time?
1: No, I wasn't. By okay. that time, I was. Um, I had my own CPA practice, certified mm-hmm. public accountant. Uh, we had just moved to a new community, and um, I had no friends. There was no one here. We didn't even have a church. Mm. So, it was a very lonely time for me to um, deal with a new community and then the shock of finding out the severity of my husband's infidelity, Ugh. which is the way this whole thing transpired. I had suspected for a long time, but I just didn't want to face it, and I'm sure a lot of women can identify with that. It's, it's you know, if you face it and it's true, your whole life is going to change. On and, the break, um, you course, said
2: there was a verse that God had given you in Philippians, I believe.
1: Yes, and I'd love to share it. It's Philippians 1, 6. For I am confident of this very thing, that he who began a good work in you will perfect it until mm-hmm. the day of Christ Jesus. And that verse is really an overarching verse for me. Because our life with Jesus is being perfected in this world on earth. Ultimately, it will be perfect when we enter eternity, but in the meantime, we are being transformed daily and perfected. And this was a a very crucial time for me. Um, I think, you know, when people go through... Um, loss, whatever kind it is. It can be a death or a divorce. Um, it can be just the loss of a dream. Yeah. You really begin to question things like, does God love me? Did he forget about me? How did this happen? Did I do something wrong? And and why? Mm. You know, why? Mm-mm-mm. Such a big question. And and I think God is big enough for all of that. He's perfectly yeah. comfortable with us asking all those questions. But ultimately, I think he wants us to get to the final question in my mind, which is, how then shall I live? Mm. How then shall um, I
2: live? That's right.
1: Mm-hmm. And, you know, even if you never get the answer to why, mm mm-hmm how will i live will i follow jesus that's right and when i got to that point and i realized yes yes lord i will no matter what i will not stop hanging on to you that's so beautiful from that that point i i made some additional intentional decisions and one uh, was to make sure every single day I prayed, I took a walk, and I spent time in the Lord. Mm. And those things kept me rooted.
2: Oh, it's so important, isn't it?
1: When you it got this really news,
2: is. was that the first hint that you had known that your husband was having an affair? or, or I mean, what? How did this unravel?
1: Well, I had actually suspected for really a long time. It's kind of embarrassing to admit how long I had suspected. But, you know, we were Christians, and he was a leader, Mm. and um, he had led most of our friends to the Lord. So I just didn't want to believe it. I didn't want to face it. And I started hearing um, that women were getting AIDS from their husbands, Mm. and that Terrified me, yeah. Because I had two small children, and I thought, "Oh my gosh, I can't ignore this no any longer." And so I, I confronted him at that point, and then he, he didn't initially admit it. Yeah. <laughs> but by his silence, I knew it was the case, and so I insisted that he get tested for AIDS, mm. and he, he came positive. So did he have physical you know,
2: signs at that point, like physical deterioration of any kind?
1: No, not yeah. nothing. And in fact he did not die of it. He um, he died of a heart attack many years later. But thankfully he got onto some programs, the research that they were doing for AIDS at the time. And he became part of the, the testing of, of it and there were eventually um, drugs that were produced and, and discovered that would help it, you uh, know, manage it. So now he lived another 20 years, which was wonderful for my boys.
2: Yeah. When I think about AIDS and when it first came out and all the, the paranoia around it, how, how did that affect you? Were, were you worried about being in the same house with the kids? Were you worried about, you know, bodily fluids? I mean, how did that actually work out?
1: Yes, I was afraid of all of that because Mm. we didn't know. We didn't know how easily it was um, transferred. Yeah. So I had to very gently but firmly explain to my boys, you can't play with Dad's razor. They were too young to explain what was happening. Yeah. You know, way too young to understand it. So I was trying to come up with different ways of not scaring them, mm-hmm. but just letting them know that there were certain things they could not do. Yeah. So... Did you become um, a caretaker, and... or...? No. No. He he remained healthy. Okay. Uh, we were really fortunate. He remained healthy. And um, unfortunately, our marriage didn't survive, but um, I'm very grateful that he stayed healthy and that my boys had their father. Yeah. Really through high school, which and, and even beyond, which was so important to them, because they, of course they loved their dad. Sure. And um, yeah, so I was I was very grateful, and I prayed constantly um, for him. And I think that was part of the process as well. It was really important for me to get to that point where I could pray for my husband. Um, and by that I mean pray that God would bless him and protect him in spite of what had happened.
2: Yeah. So, so as a believer, how did you get over the grief of losing the marriage after going through all of that?
1: You know, I just kept clinging to the Lord. And every time I, I had two things that I sort of were my mantras. <laughs> One was Psalm 27, 13, and 14 that um, says, I believe that I shall look upon the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the mm. Lord. Be strong and let your heart take courage. Oh. Wait for the Lord. And I would, whenever I would get depressed or scared, I would go back to that verse. And the other was uh, a chorus. Mm. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Mm. Look full in his wonderful face. Mm the things of earth will go strangely dim in the light of His glory and grace. Beautiful. And those were my anchors. Um, You know, it was hard, and eventually our best friends moved up from L.A., and so I had friends, and I started developing relationships. So that, you know, all of that made it easier for me. And I think having at least a year where there was no one around Really ended up being good because I had to claim to the Lord yeah and there was no one else so you know it was hard but that's how I got through
2: you know we have about uh, 30 seconds left but earlier you mentioned the why questions did God ever mm-hmm. answer any of your why questions
1: no no I don't No, he didn't really answer not anything that would be satisfying to me anyway I, because the why of infidelity you, you know, that, that's there's no good answer to that. <laughs> mm-hmm. But but he did bring me to that point of how shall I live? And I I knew I was going to stay confident and strong with the Lord. And that doesn't mean I did it perfectly. I didn't I failed many times. And I always knew where to go. Mm-hmm.
2: I love that verse that you began with. He who began a good work in me will be faithful to complete it. And that's so beautiful, Correct. Diane. Mm-hmm. I think he's he's not only complete it completing it, he's flourishing you. He's He's just working through your life in so many beautiful ways. And if you want to learn more about Diane Shepard, go to personalparables.com. That's personalparables.com. She has so much to offer, a, a word of encouragement to hang in there, even when you don't understand the why. But to know that as we surrender our lives to God, he is faithful. He is good. We will see his goodness in the land of the living. We can count on him. We can depend on him. Every single time and trust in his word. Well, you have been listening to Simply for Women. I'm Jennifer Jackson. It's a joy to be together. It's a wonderful thing to be with you today and to keep growing in our faith and trusting God. I hope you'll go to Jennifer-Jackson.org today and send me an email. You have been listening to Simply for Women.
1: We hope that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith.